South Estonia is very much worth visiting and it's it's a very diverse territory when it comes to local cultures and languages. So I would say that Setoma, for instance, is definitely one sort of a destination uh, to go to. Hello, and welcome to EstoCast. In each episode of EstoCast, join us as we discuss books, music, art, history, science, and more, and discover Estonian culture in Canada, Estonia, and elsewhere. I'm your host, Vincent Tetsov, and in this episode, we're hearing from Kati Torp, the artistic director behind Tartu 2024. This year, Tartu is the European capital of culture, a title shared with Boder, Norway, and Bad Ischl, Austria. The European Commission describes European capitals of culture as, quote, an initiative putting culture at the heart of European cities with EU support for a year-long celebration of art and culture. The city of Tartu is Estonia's second largest city. It's sometimes called Estonia's intellectual capital known for the academic community and achievements of the University of Tartu. But there's much more to learn about this city, so it's perfect that Kati is here today. Kati, tere tulemast ja tänan osalemast. Tere, aitäh kutsumast. To start off, how would you describe the city of Tartu to someone who has never been there before? It's a nice, rather small-scale city, or let's say it's human-scale, and uh, it makes it even nicer that it's very walkable and bikeable town. It's also very green, and Tartu is very well known for its uh, broad street art scene, which is impossible to miss while walking around the city. And what's your personal connection to the city of Tartu, apart from the work that you do? I'm originally from Tartu, so yes, I, I lived here until I graduated from high school and returned in uh, 2021 when I was appointed as statistic director. So I'm aware of the local context, but I also have my own ideas and opinions about it, I think. So you have a lot to offer from a personal perspective as artistic director. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> As artistic director, what have been your main roles in shaping this whole year since you started in 2021? What's important to point out is that the artistic concept for Tartu 2024, Arts of Survival, was already developed when I joined the team. So it was developed in 2018-19 in order to win the title from Europe and I cannot take any credit for it. So when I joined, uh, we had the main idea and about 30 projects that were initiated in the bidding phase. So my job, together with my team, was to start thinking how to develop further what we already had and also how to source more projects to our program. So we started designing our open calls 
And at the same time, we also started commissioning directly from artists and producing in-house events. And thinking about the theme of the year and what has you know, happened before the year, uh, what shaped the team's decisions about which visual art, attractions, music, and other creative elements to choose for this very large scale uh, representation of Tartu? How did you decide what would represent Tartu? When it comes to the open calls, we had diverse jury uh, to decide upon the final uh, selection with us. And mostly, while making the decision, we looked at how each of those proposals responded to the core values of arts of survival. What was also important was to find projects that address all those developments that have taken place over the past five years. For instance, the Russian war in Ukraine that we felt we had to address within our program. It has to be approached very sensitively. Definitely, yeah. When it comes to the war, the war situation, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Can you describe what your team's greatest hopes and aspirations are for this uh, year, this whole year for the city of Tartu? A colleague of mine once said that a successful ECOC is the done one. Uh, it means that there are so many stakeholders always. Uh, and also, in our case, it's not only the city of Tartu, uh, but the region as well. Uh, we are working with 20 municipalities all together, all fields of culture. And we also have to be very careful how we use the local taxpayers' money. So we are working with a very large number of stakeholders and that's something that makes the project quite complex. Mm -hmm. So would you say that everything you do in some way has to benefit the people that live? Yes. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Destinations of the World reported that um, more than 1,000 events will take place over the course of the year. What are the top three things that everyone must see or take part in? It's a very good question. It uh, gets asked a lot. Um, So when you come to Tartu, you should definitely go to Southern Estonia. For instance, from Tartu to Setoma, it's less than one hour. And in Setoma, we have Treski Inspirational Festival It's a TEDx type of event uh, which brings together inspirational speakers and you get to spend time in this very unique setting of Setoma. In Tartu, we have many amazing uh, art projects and we have a strong European dimension, but we are also working with Japanese artists such as Shiro Takatani and Ruchi Keda. And Ruchi Keda solo exhibition is definitely something to come and see to. So we invited him to Tartu to collaborate with our scientific institutions. And he has chosen the Estonian Biobank as his main uh, artistic partner. And the show will be staged at the Estonian National Museum starting 1st of November this year. 
The third thing that uh, I would maybe like to bring out, especially as I mentioned this earlier, is the Sensibility Street Art Festival. So when we talk about Tartu as a hub for street art, it's uh, an event um, to participate in, especially as you get to see how vibrant and emerging the street art scene in Tartu really is. So it sounds like there's really a huge selection of sites and events for people to enjoy, depending on one's own interests. Now, thinking about the broader impact of these offerings, some noticeable benefits of the European Capital of Culture initiative are, as the EU points out, regenerating cities, raising the international profile of cities, enhancing the image of cities in the eyes of their own inhabitants. What have Tartu and Southern Estonia historically been lacking that you think is becoming improved by being a European capital of culture? So the main idea behind organizing uh, European capital of culture is to cultivate positive change. And that's like the overall understanding of ECOC and it's also something that that we are working with and and it's our long term goal to change the re- region uh, through uh, uh through culture and um there are some things that we've decided early on for instance um we decided that we do not build any new venues, we don't establish any new uh, cultural institutions. Instead, we channel the resources that we have through um, our projects, through human resources, basically. And it has a long-term goal, which means that we see that once we've shut down our institution, uh, there's a new generation of even more capable cultural managers to take over and and that's why we've been organizing um, uh, different uh, capacity building events or invested in networking and uh, knowledge in exchange and things like that. I suppose, you know, it's somewhat... Uh... Not not easy, but it's more uh, visible to build a building, to create some yes. sort of physical infrastructure. But really what all societies need is the investment in human potential. Absolutely. And even even in, uh, in Southern Estonia, I think it's, although we might lack some sufficient venues as well, it's, uh, I think, it was the right decision to 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 do it that way, and and we, we yeah, but which also makes the outcome somewhat less tangible and something that you can maybe experience in I don't know five in five or ten years. So it's not so sort of evident at the moment, but yeah, important. The impacts um, are are long term. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Thinking about the perception of a city, what is one incredible or perhaps unusual fact about Southern Estonia that most people don't seem to know? 
So one thing that even locals don't maybe think that much uh, about is how diverse culturally is Southern Estonia. So uh, we have five languages, for instance, spoken here, and that's something that we want to highlight to our program. And we have also dedicated one program line, Dirty with Europe, to work on such questions. So on one hand, Dirty with Europe is building bridges between us and Europe, but on the other, it's uh, highlighting uh, the many aspects of local uniqueness as well. In contrast to that human side of things, I noticed when looking at the artistic creations for Tartu 2024, that robotics uh, are one aspect of the art that's being created, including uh, Tartu artist Gudrun Vung's mural of your cat, in fact, <laughs> being uh, painted with the assistance of a robot called Albert. Can you describe this mural and how the robot works? The mural is our marketing campaign and it's depicting a cat that's falling down and landing on its uh, feet. So that's something that cats always do. So it's a very well-known image about sort of survival and we, we wanted to use it for the occasion. Technologically, the robot is invented and developed in Tartu by local engineers. And it's like a large printer, which is printing or painting on the surface of the wall. And uh, the outcome is uh, large scale murals of a falling cat. Mm -hmm. Did the recent resurgence of conversation about robotics and artificial intelligence impact this work at all? I, I mean, I think the overall discussion is so present these days that it's it is uh, it is something that you even indirectly maybe think about or address and uh, as I mentioned these program lines uh, before we have one program line Tartu with Universe which is dedicated to uh, on one hand, um, to the scientific legacy or, or the Tartu uh, as the university and the innovation city. And on the other hand, it's, it's addressing um, rapidly developing technologies and their impact on us on both individual and societal level. So I think these discussions, especially the uh, artificial intelligence discussion is so sort of, um, it's everywhere. So, so it's very, very urgent. One thing that comes to mind when you talk about the theme of survival is the history of the Estonian people, of how Estonians have survived through many oppressive occupations and have still been able to grow and flourish as a nation. Is this history also part of the storytelling for this year, or is the focus something more contemporary? It's, it's something that probably we can all interpret in our own ways. Uh, when you look at the program, there are like the, the projects quite different. So, there are those that address survival 
like on a planetary scale, like uh, talking about ecological crisis or the climate change. There are also projects that uh, work with rather historical material. For instance, one thing that we are doing is um, there's um, uh, there's a collaboration uh, between us and uh, the choir of the Paris Orchestra, uh, Philharmonie de Paris, uh, and they will come to Tartu to stage uh, Velia Tormi's uh, very well-known Estonian uh, composer, his uh, Magnus, uh, Magnum Opus, uh, Forgotten Peoples, which is uh, dedicated to Finno-Greek uh, people, their, their languages and culture. So, so I would say that that's something that definitely addresses the historical side uh, or, or, or the uh, sort of uh, the history where we are coming from and, and having also this uh, Finno-Greek sort of perspective uh, uh, presented. Um, I think when I first uh, heard about Arts of Survival, for me, it very strongly sort of resonated um, with ecological questions. Uh, so I guess we also want to inter interpret it uh, through, through, through the uh, questions that, that, some, that are somewhat, I don't know, addressed. At the times, so so yeah, but but there have been so many sort of developments throughout the past five years. So so there's definitely sort of space for for multiple ideas, or or yeah, it's it's very open to interpretation in a way, and and also yeah, the uh, when it comes to the projects that we have in the program, it's also pretty pretty diverse selection. It, it is uh, it's interesting as as a theme because it like you said, there's so many ways you can interpret it, but obviously there are major existential questions right here and right now and in the future that we're that we're considering when we think about survival. Of now, of course, uh, the ideal situation is that all of us will be able to go to Tartu this year. But are there aspects of the uh, Capital of Culture initiative uh, that uh, people far away can enjoy to connect with Southern Estonia uh, somewhere down the line, if visiting later, for example? Many of our projects have thought about how to include people uh, online. There are also some events that one can follow or participate in online uh, while the events take place. There's also a book that we've published. Um, it's a vision book about survival and it's like a cystic uh, uh, read about uh, our main uh, concept, the aspects that we've been addressing through our program so it's something that you can read from distance but also take with when you come to Tartu and it helps you to navigate the program that we have. So we also have some artworks that we've commissioned for the occasion. There are films, uh, visual art, 
uh, works and those uh, films, for instance, will be hopefully circulating long after we've shut down our institutions. So you get to see them uh, after 2024 as well. So the impacts of this year will continue to be felt after the fact. I mean, I, I'm sure it's it's going to be uh, uh, it's going to be fruitful. To bring up a little bit of friendly rivalry, do you think this year's celebrations and events will make Southern Estonia and Tartu more of a must-see destination for tourists who perhaps otherwise just stay in Tallinn and uh, don't explore the rest of the country? Tartu 2024 sort of survival um, program gives a very sort of solid reason why to come to Tartu and not only to the city of Tartu, but also travel to southern Estonia. Of course, there are many events that take place in Tallinn this year as well, and that's perfectly fine. But when you're coming, uh, for instance, from Canada, uh, it's uh, when when you get to Estonia already. It's just two hours to um, to come to Tartu by bus, for instance. So, so that's something that people can acknowledge even more. And once they they've travelled to southern Estonia, it's really uh, the distances are not very uh, big. So it's really quite easy to move around and to see a lot of culture. I certainly hope that they do. There's a lot to see. Now, before we finish, how can we keep in touch with and learn more about Tartu 2024? Well, all our projects are online on our website. So it's it's very easy to, to find them online. And I would also uh, recommend... Uh, getting our Arts of Survival Vision book, which is a very nice um, sort of reading with essays inside, opening up about Tartu, Southern Estonia, uh, Arts of Survival. So it's not a, not about um, like a, it's not a calendar. So it's not only about the projects that we have. It's more about the themes that we we want to address or we are addressing. So it's, it's something extra to maybe um, to maybe uh, uh, take a look at once you get here. But also maybe that's something that one can enjoy from a distance. You know, read about. Uh, uh, the region and and the uh, the, com- <laughs> the questions that we have and and sort of also also the problems that we yeah that we we are working with so yeah well as always we will include as many resources and links for information as possible in the show notes uh, for people to explore further on their own after listening to the episode. Gatti, thank you for taking the time to be on today's episode. I know our listeners will be excited to get to know Southern Estonia even better and see what new things uh, this region has to offer. Aita. Aita, sullega.
Thanks for listening to this episode of Estocast, brought to you by Vemu, Estonian Museum Canada, Estonian Music Week, and Estonian Life newspaper. For more content like it, be sure to follow us on your chosen streaming platform. Also subscribe to the Vemu Estonian Museum Canada newsletter at vemu.ca for information on upcoming lectures, exhibitions, film screenings, and many other events organized by the museum. That's V-E-M-U dot C-A. Until next time. (music) Thank you.